Welcome to the R&R Experience Podcast. My name is Raquel, not Rachel. And I'm Regina, not Regina. Regina, it's been a hot minute. Yes, it has. It's been a hot minute. We took a little break to relax and reflect and that sort of thing. So we're back in full force. Woo-woo! Yeah, so it's good to see you. <laughs> good to see you too. So for our new listeners, we do a segment called High Low. We talk about our highs. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It's not High Low. See, it's been, I've been away for too long. <laughs> <laughs> You're still on vacation. <laughs> I'm still on vacation. Now, our segment is called Glow or Oh No. Yes. And glow is when we talk about something positive. And of course, oh no, is something negative that happened. Yes. So do you have a glow or oh no story? Well, my glow is I'm still with my personal trainer. <laughs> it's been a month. Yes. Yeah. 30 days and counting. This is becoming a habit, a pattern. <laughs> yes, it is. I must enjoy this torture. <laughs> so that's my that's my glow moment. I'm still hanging in. I'm seeing results. So I guess I will continue. So I figure that is uh, definitely a glow moment. <laughs> that's kind of like falls into your word of the year. Relentless. Isn't that yes. the word? You're being relentless. You're I'm being doing relentless your thing. <laughs> because this is totally totally different. So much out of my comfort zone because yeah. I go to the gym on my own, but what I am learning with my trainer, cause I work out with him like once a week that I've been doing absolutely nothing. Like <laughs> <laughs> been doing nothing. <laughs> You've been on vacation. <laughs> You've been on vacation. I've been on vacation for a long time thinking I'm doing something, something. and I ain't doing jack shit. <laughs> So the fact that I am still working out with him is, you know, that that is progress. That is being relentless. Look, I'm going to do this. I'm going to prove some things to myself. So, yeah, that's my glow moment. So I am, I am excited. I'm patting myself on the back because I am doing this and I never thought that I would. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Well, I also have a glow. Mine is mainly glow with a little bit of oh, no. Okay. I did a family trip. Uh, we went to Canada for vacation. Oh, yeah. And uh, that was really good. Uh, lots of good memories. Oh. Uh, yeah, we went to Montreal. It was good. It was a combination of things because in Montreal, they speak French mm-hmm. is their primary language. And they expect everybody to speak French. Oh. I don't speak French. <laughs> <laughs> my, my kids do, um, especially my oldest. So okay. thankfully she was on this vacation with us because she okay. was our tour. She was our tour guide. Ah, oh, nice. Uh, we did the Metro and for transportation, everything was in French and I felt like I was on a field trip. A school okay. field trip. <laughs> <laughs> the entire time I had no idea. My kids had to say, mom, it's time for us to get off the train, get off the Metro. <laughs> I had no idea. I felt so inept. You know, I felt like I was just following along. I didn't know that. I didn't know they spoke French. That's their primary language. They assume everybody speaks the language. And then if you say no, then they'll they'll speak English. But everything's in French. Everything. Uh Uh-huh. Now, I can say in Canada, (laughs) the drinking age, I think it's 18. I thought it was 20, but I think it's 18. Okay, okay. And then marijuana is legal. Marijuana is legal. So I'm walking down the street at 10 a.m. and I smell weed. And I'm th- you know, that has a distinct smell. <laughs> it does. So I'm thinking, I know that's marijuana. So one of the locals like, oh, that's that's normal. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that. <laughs> so that, that was eye-opening. And there was a lot of smoking, whether it was cigarettes or marijuana, or whatever. Uh-huh. that was out in the open. 
So I wasn't prepared for that. Okay. okay. Uh, they love dogs. So you saw dogs at the restaurants, dogs on tables. Really? <laughs> Just, yeah. So didn't, huh. didn't expect that. Okay. But it was a lovely time. We were able to do lots of walking, good food. The weather was really great. Okay. Lots of diversity, which I really enjoy the diversity. Um, They had a Korean restaurant. You know, if you wanted Jamaican, if you wanted Japanese, Indian, all of okay. that. So it okay. felt like uh, a lot of different variations of food and people, experiences. Mm. The neighborhoods were different depending on where okay. you went. Some were more affluent than others. That was really nice. But the reason why I say, uh, oh, no, I'm going to tell you, Regina, traveling with young adults is different than when you travel <laughs> with children. <laughs> I, so do tell. <laughs> I typically, me, I typically do the itinerary for the family. Okay. Okay. And usually there's not pushback. And we usually have fun. They didn't want to do my excursions, Regina. They were like, no, mom, we don't want to do that. No, really? They didn't? Listen, shut up. <laughs> Especially my oldest, who's 20. A 20-year-old, she's like, Mom, I don't want to walk down the street and look at old buildings. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, the history. Look at the architect. It's beautiful. She wanted to do more activities, you know, okay, things more okay. active, that sort of thing. So I'm thinking next year you need to bring a friend. That way you guys can go off and do your own thing, you know. <laughs> so I, that was an eye-opener. But guess what we did when we were in Canada? What? Are you familiar with Coachella? Yes, yes. Well, in Canada, Montreal, they have their version of Coachella. I think it's called Asha Anga. I'm pronouncing it wrong. Okay. They have all kinds of bands. Uh, what was it? Was it Kendrick Lamar was there? Oh, um, that's They had like good. country. They had rap. They had all kinds of stuff. Okay. But my oldest is really into Billie Eilish, and she was there. So we were able to go to that concert. Oh. That was a lot of fun. But Regina... People were there all day drinking and smoking. <laughs> and we witnessed multiple people passing out oh. and they required medical care. Whoa. Yes. I'm talking about passed out. Oh, that's okay. Good. <laughs> so that's good music. Good. It was a really good experience. Billy Eilish did a wonderful job. And actually, uh, there's two guys in front of us. They were snorting cocaine. People were just having fun and doing whatever. That's uh, not how I not have weed, fun. but cocaine. Okay. Cocaine. So it was eye opener. I'm like, is this what the young people were doing? We really had a good time. It was okay. It was one of those things where I learned a lot. I walked a lot. My feet hurt. Uh, uh-uh. My feet hurt. My feet still hurt. I think I'm still high from the concert. <laughs> I got a contact high. I would yeah. fail a drug test. If I took a drug test right now, I would fail. Okay. <laughs> it was insane. It was fun. We had a really good time. So that was a glow. But my next vacation, I'm hiring somebody local to take me around, drive me around. Okay. Because it was too much. My feet hurt. They still hurt. Good idea. All of Canada, do you think they mainly speak French? I I don't know. And I knew that about Montreal. I knew that. And the reason why we went there is because my kids take French and they call it Little Paris Mm, because of the buildings and all that kind of stuff. So certain parts you go to, you see the old buildings and it reminds you of being in Paris and all of that. So bistro, some bistros. So real pretty. Certain parts of it are really pretty. Okay. We have some parts that have graffiti and littering, which I was surprised by that. But it's a city. So it depends on where you go. Mm -hmm, 
Okay. But no. you know, I'm wondering if our boy speaks French, you know, Justin Bieber. So I was probably, like, yeah, he probably know. does. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't speak French. <laughs> Neither do I. I, I took Spanish in school. Out the window. It was a challenge getting by. Mm. I felt compassion for when people come to the United States uh-huh. and they don't speak the language. How do you navigate and get around. I'm assuming that the menus are in French or no. Everything's in French. And in some parts they have like the English version. Uh But then some restaurants, it was just French because that's their language, you know, so you have to do what they do. I would be lost. I'm going to need pictures besides. (laughs) If you had to do the The metro, Regina, it's it's like being in New York City, taking the metro. You have to know what stop you get off. You don't know. I have a problem with the metro (laughs) here. So (laughs) it was so bad. So I have compassion for people who come to the United States and don't speak the language and they have to figure out where they're going because I felt lost the entire time. Um, Uh People were nice enough, but yeah, I don't enjoy that. Mm. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't enjoy that part of it. Well, it leads me to uh, something I thought about when I was on vacation. Mm -hmm. And our segment we're going to call the aha moment. We were in a bookstore. And I noticed there was a young girl who was, she was just there looking at books. I found out later that her mom was there with her. Okay. And she was probably 15, 16. So she was alone. So I happened to walk by and I saw her. There was a little nook. Just imagine there's books on the left and the right. And it's very narrow. And she's up against the wall. So the wall is right behind her. So there's no way for her to get out. So it's one way in, books on the left, books on the right. Okay. She's there. And there's this older man that's standing right in the entranceway and he's Mm -hmm. talking to her. Uh Uh-huh. And my gut told me to go into the nook. Uh Uh-huh. Right. And she was thankful that I went into the nook. So later on, you know, when I did find her mom Uh and the man, I'm not saying that he was creepy or did anything inappropriate. Uh Uh-huh. I won't say that. But it optics, it didn't look right. Okay. And clearly she felt uncomfortable. Okay. But she was pretty much trapped in that nook and it was away from everything. Oh. Right? Okay. And I don't know what prompted him to stop to talk to her. It could have been uh-huh. innocent. Okay. But anyway, she was uncomfortable. So after talking to her and her mom, she didn't know how to get herself out of that situation. Hmm. And the reason why she did not know is because she was being nice. She didn't want to be rude to the stranger. Okay. To this man who was being nice, but she clearly was uncomfortable. Okay. So I thought about that. I said, we teach our girls, especially our girls, to be nice. Mm-hmm. And it prompted me to say to my daughters, there's times when you don't have to be nice. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be That's rude. Good. If you're uncomfortable, your discomfort is more important than someone else's comfort. Yeah, because there's, I mean, they're a stranger. But we teach our kids to say hi to strangers, to be Mm -hmm. polite, to open the door, right? We teach them that. And then also we teach our kids to, even when it's family members, give your relative a hug. Yeah. Give your grandfather, your uncle a hug. And in some cases, the uncle or the relative could be a stranger because you see them every five years or every two years. So you don't know them. But it's like, oh, there's family. Give them a hug. But they're uncomfortable. It's okay. We got to give our kids permission to be uncomfortable. Mm, and they have to know good. what that feeling is like. Yeah. And when you feel that, what do you do? 
Mm-hmm. We teach our kids to, when they're uncomfortable, we label it and we say to them, oh, you're being mean, you're being disrespectful, you're not nice or you're shy. No, they're uncomfortable. And it's okay to be uncomfortable. Yeah, that's true. That was my aha moment. So I had to really say to my kids, it's okay to set that boundary. Mm-hmm. And that girl was trapped in that nook. Yeah. And he was just talking to her and he it could have been innocent. Yeah. And I, I said to the mom, don't blame her because mom's like, well, why didn't you just leave? Mm-hmm. She didn't know how to do that. Yeah, she was trying to be nice. She was trying to be nice. And I think it reminded me of this. We teach our kids things about good touch, bad touch, when mm-hmm. something's inappropriate mm-hmm. and how to respond in that. And that's very clear. But we haven't taught our kids enough how to navigate the gray because most things will not be cut and dry like that like a good touch bad touch we teach them that happens is what you do yeah most of the times there's a lot of gray how do you navigate the gray yeah that's a gray moment you know when we want to be nice someone's talking we want to get away Mm -hmm. we do that as adults how do we get away from that yeah because you want your you still want people to respect like your personal space right and like you said he he might have not, you know, been up to doing anything, but it's just the fact that still it made that girl feel uncomfortable. So she, she should have the right to just kind of say, oh, oh, excuse me. And then maybe step away outside of the nook. And then if he wanted to talk, you know, that would have been fine. Right. Right. So that was an aha moment. I, and I, I thought to myself, As kids get older and 15, 16, when we go to the bookstore, the grocery store, we allow them to venture off. Yeah. Because they're old enough. Mm -hmm. Right. We don't have to watch them as much. Yeah. But we have to teach them how to navigate the gray because they're going to encounter situations like this. Yeah. And how do you respond when you're uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. And you don't have to make them comfortable at your expense. Yeah. So you have to always be nice. You're more important. And I don't Mm -hmm. think we do that enough with our kids because we want, you know, we want them to be liked. And I know you do not like, (laughs) well, Jada Pinkett Smith is not your cup of tea. (laughs) No. (laughs) And I I tell my kids, don't say you don't like someone. Say they're not your cup of tea. Yeah, not your cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. (laughs) But what I appreciate about her is she said she raised her children not to be liked, Mm -hmm. but to be respected. I remember her saying, and I was like, oh, that's good. Because... Not everybody's going to be your cup of tea. And if you're going to be authentic and be your true self and set boundaries for yourself, Mm -hmm. you're not going to always be liked. And that's okay. Right. Being respected is important. So that kind of tied into that. I thought about what she said about her kids in this moment. I think the mom was coming down on the daughter because she felt like you needed to you know, I taught you how to speak up for yourself. And I'm, yeah. as adults, we don't even know how to do that. Yeah. We think we should be nice all the time. Mm-hmm. No, be rude. That's what I told yeah. my kids. There's times we have to be rude. You matter. So yeah. that anyway, that was my aha moment. So, yeah, I like that. You matter. That's all. You matter. You important matter. is you matter first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So today we wanted to talk about some people who matter as well. Yeah, yeah. we want to talk about the blind side. Oh, Regina. Whoa, whoa, let's dig into that a little bit. Yeah. Now, when I heard this the other day, it really caught me by surprise because I was like, 
wait a minute, you talk about the blindside movie? And I was trying to think about how long it had been. That movie was out years ago because Sandra Bullock played the mom in the movie. Mm -hmm, She did. Uh, So what's going on right now is Michael O'Hare, which was the the young Black guy in the film, um, well, portrayed in the film, the blind side was about him being adopted by this this Caucasian couple. I think it's the Tui family. Well, now he's saying that he was never legally adopted by this family. Mm-hmm. And that caught me by surprise because I was like, well, wait a minute. It wasn't a child when this movie came out. So after all this time, you're just finding out that you weren't legally adopted. Um, So basically, I guess he's accusing them of, I guess, using his name for profit, basically. So they have come back with a statement basically saying that after 19 years, they're going to terminate the conservatorship. Like Britney Spears' dad did with her conservatorship. Because I think, Regina, didn't they have to have the conservatorship in order for him to play football for a particular team? So they weren't able to legally adopt him because I think he was 18. Uh huh. They had to do the conservatorship in order for that to happen. It wasn't a financial one. It it was like a loophole in order for him to play football. Uh huh. Okay. Right. But they've never profited off of him. Mm -hmm. I believe so. Don't quote us, but I believe that's how it was. But, you know, he's basically saying they profited off his name. The family is basically saying this is his attempt to collect over $15 million from them. I don't really know if I have a real opinion on whose side I'm on because it seems a bit confusing. He's a grown man. And like I said, this is over 19 years so this is just now coming up. So I'm wondering, right. did, did some money stop on his end? Like him receiving some money? This, it just sounds really weird. The Tui family, and I don't know the numbers offhand. I think they received $250,000, maybe $500,000. Okay. And then they split the money with Michael O'Hare, their children, themselves mm-hmm. but they didn't receive a lot of money from this m- movie mm-hmm. so i guess he's the money he's talking about is just because his name was used or the likeness of his but name. It, he's not entitled to any money because i think he sold the rights i think the movie grossed 350 million dollars okay or something like that and the twoies are saying they didn't get any other than that initial 250,000 i can't remember uh-huh Outside of that, they didn't get anything, right? But they've never profited off of him. Mm. He's saying that they've gotten money over the years. Mm-hmm. I, hopefully, if it goes to court, we'll we figure the out proof. like what the proof, proof does he have that <clears throat> they actually what money was yeah money yeah. okay okay. But I think the other issue he had is that the way he was portrayed in the movie, mm-hmm. it made it seem like he wasn't smart. Like he had some deficits, intellectual deficits. Okay. And he said that hurt his image because some football teams didn't want to hire him because they thought he was mentally challenged. Okay. Liberties are taken when you do a film. Mm -hmm. And that's part of it. I don't know if I agree with it, but that's just how it is. Yeah. So I don't think he really 
likes how the movie portrayed him. Mm-hmm. I don't think he likes that part of it. But wouldn't you think that he would have thought about this before now? He always felt a problem with how he was portrayed in the movie. He okay. said that from the beginning. I remember years ago he mentioned that. I think that's it's just the time. It's over know. 19 years. So let's say even five years after the movie, if you felt like oh, there were teams that didn't hire you because they thought you were challenged, but you're mentioning this 18 years later. So I'm, something had to have something significant had to have changed between him I think and the Tui family. Yeah. He's been estranged from the Tuis for years. Okay. They have not been involved from what I read, allegedly from what mm-hmm. I read. So I don't know what that relationship was like. There's reality and then there's TV. Yeah. And I think the movie could have sensationalized some aspects of their relationship Mm -hmm. to make it was a feel good movie. Probably so. Yeah. So Yeah. That happens. They take liberties. But I don't know. That's to be continued. I I don't know what that's about. Of course, when we watched a movie and Sandra Bullock was in it and she won an Oscar. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Allegedly, he wants Sandra Bullock's Oscar to be stripped from her. No, I don't think that's fair. No, No, that's not fair. She's an actress. She had nothing to do with the financial decisions. She did her job. Yeah. Now, whatever money she got paid, that's between her her and her agent. Yeah. Right? Leave Sandra out out of it. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, she has nothing to do with the situation that you have with the Tuis. (laughs) He has a problem with the movie and how he's portrayed. Mm-hmm. And how he's been compensated. I, I still just say you didn't have a problem with this, like, even when you were 20, 25, 30. That's just what's throwing me off. Something, somebody's not saying something. Did the money run? Okay, this is a way, you know, for me to try to get some money. And that he earned about $35 million playing football. Okay. Which is good money. Oh, and I'm not saying like he's lying or anything. I'm just saying I think it's some things missing because I'm well, like, see, he's married with children. So he has I'm four like, kids. It's taking you this long to realize like. <laughs> well, Regina also, he wrote a book years ago in his mm-hmm. book. He talks about this arrangement and he talks about not being legally adopted. Ah. Oh. We're missing something. There's a missing. Yeah, that's link. what I said. Something's missing. Link. We're not hearing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to put know. the puzzle together. It's just not adding up. Everybody yeah, we, feels blindsided by it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're blindsided by the blind side. So we're going to hold our opinion because we don't yeah. have all the information. Yeah. I we're scratching like our heads. Things missing. So we're, we're going to keep you guys up to date and we're going to follow this story and see how it plays out. Cause it's some, it's some pieces of the puzzle that are missing for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we do want to give condolences to Sandra Bullock because yeah. her long-term partner passed away. Uh, was it ALS. ASL? What is it? It's ALS. What is it? <laughs> okay, God forgive me. ASL. But that's. <laughs> I think it. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, Raquel. <laughs> I'm still on vacation. ALS. No disrespect. No yes. disrespect to the family. Um, yes. 
I like Sandra Bullock. I yeah, think she's a I wonderful actress. Yeah. I think she has a big heart. So our prayers are definitely with her. Yeah, and that's, that is such a cruel disease. I saw it here. Man, it's cruel. It, it, it reminds me a lot of, you know, just the effects that cancer has on a person. Mm-hmm. It just takes a person down. It, it takes away everything from you. Just everything. So, so the yeah. timing of this, too, I think it seems insensitive knowing what she's going through. Yeah. So, this is the last thing that she wants to deal with. I don't think so, her Oscar will be stripped. I, I don't think that's, that's it, not. It, that would be ludicrous. I don't yeah. understand that at all. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But we talked about the conservatorship. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time saying that word. <laughs> <laughs> On vacation. On vacation. But I think we mentioned Britney Spears. Yeah. Counts, allegedly she and her husband of a year, 14 yeah. months, are getting a divorce. Yeah, I've heard that. Well, but allegedly, Brittany was unfaithful. Um, he's accusing her of cheating on him. Brittany, Brittany. was unfaithful. Yes, Brittany. Oh, I, I, I was hearing you right because yes, I, allegedly, yes, uh, yeah. But apparently, she was with a staff person or in a compromising position. And I don't know if that's tied to her mental health. Um, Mm -hmm. She's bipolar, allegedly. And I know a lot of people jumped on that bandwagon. They freed Britney. Mm -hmm. I was not one of those people. I needed to know more information about what was going on. Because Mm -hmm. behind closed doors, if you're dealing with somebody with a mental health issue, that's taxing. Oh, yes. Yes. And that's day to day. We see glimpses of it when we see her doing her videos and... She's on Instagram and she's dancing on a pole and she's doing behavior yeah, that, that seems, seems to be, be odd, odd behavior. Yeah, I, I would definitely say it seems to be odd. And then I look at it, you know, whatever her mental um, status is, being under the conservatorship for so long and feeling like she has not been in control. I'm looking at it. I guess this is her way of feeling free, but for us outside people looking in, we're like, something's still not right, you know? Um, Something doesn't seem to be right. And I I think there was a reason why it was put in place. Yes. The conservatorship. There Uh was a reason for that. And I do think that Brittany seems like she does require support. Yes, I definitely agree with that. And I think, it's because she didn't get it when she needed to get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what we're seeing now to me is just the after effects. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think when someone has like a, a mental breakdown, it needs to be addressed then. You can't just ignore it. You got to find out why the person had the mental breakdown. You know, back then she was having a lot of issues with the paparazzi. Yeah. You know, she felt like she didn't have any control. Like I know one time she wanted to, um, you know, do something with her hair. They were like, no, you got to keep your hair long. And the image. Like yeah. Yeah. And she just like, I want to do this. So that's when she shaved her head. So I don't think that she got the proper help that she needed when she needed it. But you know what, Regina, I do, I do blame, I think Hollywood is not good for mental health and it's definitely not good for young people. And these young girls, a lot of them have issues because Mm -hmm. Hollywood 
it's like the machine. They want them to look a certain way, yep. behave a certain way, and be virginal. Mm-hmm. Right? These promise rings are supposed to. Yeah, wear. her and Justin, what, her and Justin Timberlake mm-hmm. had that. And then there was an issue when they found out, oh, she's not a virgin. Right. And it's it's all the pretense, mm-hmm. right? It, it weighs on you mentally. Mm-hmm. That fame is hard because people expect you to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. And you're playing a character, or that's only part of what you do. Like yeah. singing was a part of what she did. But there was other aspects of her that she wasn't able to develop because yeah. they wanted her to be a certain way. I think Miley Cyrus talked about that. I was that. getting right. I, that's mm-hmm. exactly who I was thinking of. Miley yeah. Cyrus is like, you know, that good girl she had. She was on a TV show, right? Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. So everyone thought that she should like stay in that image forever. And it was like, she didn't want to do she that. She didn't want to do that. Yeah, and she and you know what she older. said? <laughs> when she was in Hannah Montana, mm-hmm. you know, she had to put on a wig and a whole bunch of makeup. And that was part of her character. And she said she didn't know where Miley began and Hannah ended. It mm-hmm. became blurred. Wow. And she said all that makeup covering up, mm-hmm. it's like hiding who you are. Yeah. You have to wear that mask. And people wanted um, Hannah Montana and not Miley. Mm. And she's like, but I am good enough as is. It's that constant pressure to fit into a box. Yeah. And when you start out, you know, you're flat chested yeah. and you got pimples and your hair is not right, whatever. And you have to grow up in the public eye. Yeah. And people have opinions about what you look like and mm-hmm. how you're supposed to be. It messes with your psyche. Yeah. Definitely think you have to have a good support system, right? And I mean a good support system. You got to have people that ride or die for you, going to protect you no matter what. (laughs) Protect you and not protect your interest or the bottom line. Exactly. You can't have yes people around. But you also, I think part of that team needs to be mental health. Yeah. You need to have a a therapist, someone trained to help you. You need to have, uh, you talk about finances, somebody who's going to watch your money. Mm -hmm. Someone who's going to advocate you so you're not working all those hours. Yeah. Um, Carrie had that problem too. Like she was working all those hours and Mm -hmm. just had that breakdown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're under the microscope and you end up having a breakdown. Because Mm -hmm. can you imagine someone following you around 24-7, expecting you to look a certain Uh, way and behave a certain way? You can't do anything without having somebody having an opinion about how you exist in the world. Mm -hmm. And then you have to be nice. That goes back to what we were talking about. You have to be nice nice. and smile and be nice. I don't want to be nice all the time. I'm not nice all the time. I don't want to be nice. I don't want the camera in my face today. Like, can you leave me alone? (laughs) Right. Exactly. You're not able to do You can't upset your audience your core audience yeah you gotta be a good girl what yeah i ain't so, feeling that today <laughs> yeah so i think britney was 14 and that's a pivotal age and she was thrust into this limelight little lolita you know hit me one yep. more time she has her little pigtails and they try yep. to sexualize her all of that so i i think in some ways she's still that 14 year old girl yeah i i feel that too when i look at her videos I'm just like this is what she finds joy in every day is just dancing in this foyer and I don't know when you look at her she she never looks like she's together you know I don't know how you say it it always looks like her her eye makeup is smeared the hair 
And then the one, baby talks, her the speech baby pattern. Talk, oh, it's yeah. like, are we, when are we going to really just see, just see real, her? See yeah. Her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still feel bad for her. I feel sorry for her because I don't know if I think that she'll ever be the same. I hope that she is getting uh, the proper care, uh, mm-hmm. mental health treatment. And I hope she has people around her who care about her and who's supporting her. I yeah. hope she finds some happy. I really do hope she finds some happy. Yeah, because I think Brittany's conservatorship, it was very specific as as far as colors in her house. She couldn't have certain colors. So when I heard all of that, I'm like, well, what's the damn diagnosis? No, we don't yeah. know the backstories. I, 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 okay. I want her to be okay. And <sighs> I want her to be okay. Just some normalcy, but I, I don't know. It's just... Things are looking, they're just looking a little, a little out of place right now. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay, Regina, I have to tell you this before we, we head out. Mm-hmm. All right. And tell me your opinion, please. Uh-huh. Okay. So I'm going to go back to Canada. When I was in Canada, I could talk about glow or oh no. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, had a, I had a situation and you tell me what category it should go in. If it should okay. be a, a glow or oh no. Okay. okay. So I'm in the shower taking a shower and it has one of those detachable shower heads. Uh huh. I've heard women talk about. (laughs) (laughs) You know why I'm laughing. (laughs) They talk about, you know, the joy they get from shower heads. Uh And I'm like, uh what are they talking about? (laughs) Right. And I never even thought about it because I don't have a shower head at my house, mm-hmm. a detachable shower head at my gotcha. house. <laughs> you know, I'm at this really nice, we rented this this apartment and they uh-huh. it's really fancy. Ever. So I'm taking a shower. With, and it's kind of nice because you can just move the shower head around. Yeah. Uh-huh. Regina, <laughs> let's just say the shower head hit a particular body part of mine. <laughs> and I said, oh, <laughs> I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I think that's an oh, what is it, aha moment? That was, an aha, that was a different type of aha moment. Oh, oh, this is what women are talking about. Now, it's not my cup of tea, but it, I was just, you know, I uh-huh. kind of smiled to myself. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I understand. I get it. <laughs> and I wasn't expecting I was like, what, what? I looked around like, who's in here with so that was an aha moment I had in Canada. <laughs> and they probably had a real expensive, you said it was it fancy. Was re- it was very, yeah. yeah it wasn't it, the little one at the motel, like a motel city. <laughs> the little whole no, shower. I, it was my first shower head. And like I said, I was not thinking of anything. And it was a pure accident. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's funny. So now I kind of understand when people talk about this because I never understood. I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, how can that, what is that? So, yeah, it was unexpected. Lots of unexpected things happen in Canada, you know? I, I was getting ready to say Canada had, you You know, enlighten me on Canada. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Like, okay. So that was my aha moment. Mm-hmm. Mm, yes. Interesting. So, Very interesting. <laughs> you care to share anything else? Because I felt like I exposed myself a little bit. <laughs> well, well, we gotta end this with talking about because you know, on our last the last time we were together, we were talking about Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend, you know. Oh yes, 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 yes. 
Oh my gosh. So Raquel, have you seen Usher and Kiki's new video? Yes. Yes. This this title is Boyfriend. Yes. Now, my opinion on this, I absolutely loved it. (laughs) I was like, she, for me, she is now the queen of petty. Queen of petty. I was like, oh, this is brilliant. This is absolutely brilliant. And I'm going to tell you the things that I I really liked about the video. First, I liked the chorus when when Usher is singing, I heard your boyfriend's looking for me. Uh, Mm. You should know I ain't that hard to find. I thought that was hilarious. Mm. Then Mm -hmm. I I enjoyed them dancing together. I thought that was really cute. And let me say, by the way, Kiki's hair in the video, both styles with the black and the blue and the straight with laid. So whoever did her hair, thumbs up. And so I liked them dancing together. And I love the ending where (laughs) if you haven't seen the video, there's at the end of the video, she's Mm -hmm. laying in bed, the phone rings. And guess who it is? Mm. Usher mm. and she's like oh my gosh you know I miss I missed the show and then she she says oh because I'm a mom and she blinks and she looks at the camera <laughs> and I said girl <laughs> you the queen yeah and that's what I said they laughing to the bank because all the way to the bank I, now I don't know if they're still together do you know if they're still together I've heard they've broken allegedly up. No, they're not together anymore Okay, so I guess they're just going to co-parent. But I um, hope he has learned his lesson for his future relationships. I'm not coming down on him for his feelings. Your feelings are your feelings. I still don't think he had a problem with the outfit. I think he was threatened by who was singing to her. But that's a private conversation that you had home that none of us need to know about. But for you to call her out on social media and then put because you're a mom, like, nah, boo, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Hey, go, girl. I loved it. (laughs) And she's doing her thing. Mm -hmm. Well, also, Regina, you wanted to talk about before we go the Hall of Fame. Oh, I almost yes. forgot about that. So let's do that before. We yes, the NBA Hall of Fame had some new inductees. Um, it was Dwayne Wade, um, Paul Gasol, Dirk Ski, um, Greg Popovich, um, Tony Parker and Becky Hamas. I think that was everybody. I hope I didn't leave anybody out, but it was really, really good. I loved um, Paul Gasol's speech because he mentioned Kobe. Yes. He mentioned that he wouldn't be in the Hall of Fame if it was not for his brother, Cole. Um, as everybody knows, they had a really close friendship. I just love just the brotherhood that they had together. I love how he still supports Vanessa I like and that the part. kids. Yes, I, I just involved. love he's always present. Him and his wife, both, they're always present. Um, And Dwayne right. Wade's um, speech, I thought it was very emotional because um, he acknowledged everyone in his family. Of course, you know, his wife his and his mm-hmm. kids. But when he acknowledged his dad Mm -hmm. and he asked him to come on stage because he wanted to share that moment with him. I thought that was just so special. And then at the end he was like, we in the hall of fame. That was just such a, a, emotional moment that I felt. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like tearing up. But I just felt that was so nice of him to do just to show the appreciation that he had for his dad, for all the hard work that his dad had him to do was the reason that he was in the Hall of Fame. Parents, we want to be, you know, recognized because we make Mm -hmm. a lot of sacrifices. So I'm glad that um, 
that he acknowledged him. I thought that was really, really cool. Um, But one last thing, Raquel, you want to see the movie Oppenheimer. Yes. You know, it was the Oppenheimer Barbie uh, weekend. So what did you think of that? My son, youngest son said it was phenomenal. He's seen it twice. I have not seen it yet. So definitely go see it. I think it's Oscar worthy. Mm, Okay. I felt the performances were top notch. Okay. And then the subject matter, I think they did a really good job talking about the atomic bomb. Okay. It talked about the science behind it, mm-hmm. the scientists behind it, and some of the political aspects of it. Okay. So they did a really good job. Okay. It was riveting. Even though I knew the outcome, mm-hmm. I was still engaged the entire movie. It's okay. a three hour movie. It's long, but... I think the actors they have, I won't give too much away, but I, who is it? Robert well, Downey Jr.? Well, your favorite Jr.? person is in there, right? Well, I'm going to save him for last, but Robert Downey Jr. is in there and he's top notch. He does an excellent yeah. job. And then my boy crush, Matt Damon, uh, <laughs> he's always a thrill and mm-hmm. he does a wonderful job. Um, of course. Even though my daughter says he has a, a dad bod. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's okay. I I take Matt Damon in all forms. I don't care. He can be born identity (laughs) Matt Damon with the six pack or he can, Uh he can be fluffy. I don't care. I, (laughs) I stand Matt Damon. Okay. (laughs) But uh, the director did a wonderful job uh, telling the story and thumbs up. Definitely thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Braxton said it was like, oh, it was phenomenal. So he went, like I said, he went to see it twice. So he's given this movie six hours of his time. Yes, Um, I agree. He's like, no, you got to experience it. IMAX, mom, it's wonderful. Um, But I did see Barbie. I thought that was pretty good. It was funny. I don't know. I like crazy Barbie. I want to say crazy. I forgot what her type, what was she called in the movie? The lady. I did not see, I did not see Barbie. I haven't oh, seen Barbie. you haven't seen no, it? Oh, no, no. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I guess they call her crazy used Barbie, but her character was the funniest to me. I'm a fan of hers anyway. She's it's on my funny. list. I okay. have not seen it, but I'm planning on seeing it. And the director of that is a female. And I yes. think Barbie has grossed over a billion dollars. Yeah. So kudos Go to Barbie. her. Kudos to her. And Oppenheimer, too, if we're to be that type of movie. Mm-hmm. It's an R-rated movie. It's about war. Mm-hmm. Wonderful job. So both of those movies really did well this summer. So well, I good can't stuff. Wait to Definitely see check it out. The Oscar nominations come out to see how many, you know, Oscar nods are get. Yes. Yes. Oscars will be had for, yeah. for that movie. For sure. Yeah. For sure. It's been great catching up with you, Regina. Yes. I, I'm still on vacation. I still have my vacation <laughs> mind. It's going to take me a minute to get back. Yeah. I'll practice so. your French. Wee oui, wee. Oui. In case you go back. <laughs> well, I already know how to say wee oui, wee. Oui. That was established in the shower. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. But other than that, no, I do need to practice my French. We're going to close out. I do want to say I am very impressed and proud of you with you working out. So keep up the good work with that. Yeah, that is wonderful. Taking care of yourself. I see. you. Yes. Taking care of me. (laughs) I see you. Good job. Good job. So our listeners, if we want them to get a hold of us, Regina, want to give our email or information. Um, if you want to reach us at our email address, it is rnrexperience1 at gmail.com. 
if you love our podcast, um, you know, just send us a message. Let us know how we're doing, what you like about it. And if there's a topic that you'd like for us to talk about, um, just email us. So in closing, we want to remind everyone to be kind, but yeah. to show yourself grace. And yeah. also the aha moment, do not be afraid to be rude or set boundaries with other people. You Absolutely. do not have to always be nice. Sometimes we have to set boundaries for ourselves. And if we're uncomfortable, give ourselves permission to be uncomfortable. That's, exactly. That honors our gut, our sixth sense, and it's okay to do that. So I agree. With that said, have a good week and we'll be back soon. All right. See y'all.